In an age of turmoil, can free idiots discussing movies change the world? No! Podcast! On Infinite Earths. One day we'll get it right. I wish people could see the the beautiful framing of Tom's Zoom here with the Carlsberg can right up against the camera. It's the same size as him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a forced perspective thing. I'm, I'm, I'm like a borrower. Yeah. <laughs> like he's got a giant can of lager. Like you're throwing I mean, it getting uh, on the lash. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I only drink in the mornings just to stop the shakes. <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> so, so now is the right time to build. This is not actually um, a movie discussion. It's an intervention for Tom. Tom, we care about you, but that jumper's awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, again, people at home can't see Tom's blinking Christmas jumper. It's it literally magical. blinking at me. Oh, look at it. Oh, it's Ooh, like a rave. Got settings. <laughs> you, you need that dubstep machine from Man of Steel. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is a throwback to the very first yeah, episode. Yeah. Episode one. <laughs> Give it a listen, folks, if you haven't already. But on to today's episode. Now, you know, there's a lot of Christmas films we could have picked. Some of them good. Some of them great. And we have gone for the latter for today's episode. Uh. Jingle, <laughs> jingle all the way is what we are going to attempt to discuss today. And my first question for you both is, uh, great Christmas film or the greatest Christmas film? <laughs> all right then, Donald Trump. Like... <laughs> uh, I do have a bit of nostalgia for this film. I did watch it a lot as a kid, but going back to it, I've, I keep finding this with Christmas movies. They're not good. <laughs> yeah, there isn't actually a lot of like genuinely good Christmas movies in terms of like, you know, powerful stories or emotional stories or well acted performances. Well, just I watch... of, like feel good, simple films, isn't there? Yeah. And they do their job, but like I watched Santa Claus the other day and it's still fun. Mm. But I did not realise how dark that movie is. It's about a, it a dad losing custody time. of his child because he's gone insane and thinks he's Father Christmas. Nice. Wow. Is that, that that's Tim Allen, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've all been there. <laughs> relatable, I would relatable. say. Very relatable. I you would know... say that the the best Christmas films are the ones that don't directly tell you it's Christmas. You know, where Christmas is just happening. In die Hard. Like, yeah, Die wet. Hard. you know last week um you guys got really annoyed because i hadn't ever seen the mummy before i have seen this film conservatively six times in my life and i'd never seen the mummy until last week (laughs) but jingle all the way i've seen uh, yeah this is at least the sixth time i've seen this film i'm not gonna lie from as a child that's some rookie numbers you gotta you got to pop up those numbers. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Got to swall up those numbers like Arnie's arms. Jeez, sorry. Uh, return of the swall. <laughs> swall Patrol is back. Uh, I love that he is... What's his job? He's, he's a businessman. Yeah, just generic <laughs> businessman. 
It's nondescript also, salesman. Who also maintains that level of muscle mass. <laughs> <laughs> he, he stands out like a sore thumb, doesn't he? He just, it's, in this little small place that he lives, it's ridiculous. Um, so what are the great Christmas films then? I mean, Home Alone, obviously, is probably the best. Home Alone. Oh, the music alone of Home Alone is... I could yeah. rave to that all night. Is that John Williams as well? Yeah, it is. Of course it is. <laughs> uh, die, die. My, my favourite is Gremlins. I don't know yeah. why. I've not watched in ages, but from memory, it's a lot of fun. It's a generic Steven Spielberg. Here's a family, here's a street. <laughs> Everybody knows each other. <laughs> I'm trying to think what other, like... There's Love lots Actually? Of... Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's a decent Christmas good, yeah. that's pretty good. I, um... Except no one can forgive Alan Rickman. <laughs> oh, no. Doing that to Emma Thompson. National treasure Emma Thompson. Do you remember years ago as well when Hugh Grant thought he was actually the Prime Minister? <laughs> like, he was on question time. Like, <laughs> it's like... He can't break off from what's reality and what is a film. I love that now Hugh Grant is doing like really like dramatic, dark performances and yeah, like Paddington Two. <laughs> is, 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 is he in Paddington Two? I've not seen Paddington Two, <laughs> but I saw that undoing thing he's just done, and he, he gave an interview basically saying like, you know, all the stuff I did with Richard Curtis, like that's just him. Like I, I don't speak like that. That's just how Richard Curtis wants me to speak. And now he, I think he wants to show that he's quite a serious actor. It's like, nah, you've, you've crafted your image now, Hugh, for the past 30 years. You're the lo- lovable, fumbling Brit, and that's all you'll ever be. Fumbling Brit. Remember that time he got done for prostitution? Oh, yeah, he got, like, Roadhead, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the sequel to Roadhouse? <laughs> Yeah. Roadhouse. Yeah, th- yeah that, one went straight, that one went straight to DVD, though. On various websites as well. Um, God, I can't think of any of the films. I mean, The Grinch, I guess. But I mean, it's like... It's a horror movie. <laughs> have, you, have, you, have you seen that movie? It's all Dutch angles. It is terrifying. Yeah, there is a lot of Dutch tilt, isn't there? Looking it's, for those who knows. It's a horror movie. <laughs> Jen, like... Oh, no, it... yeah. He's a monstrosity in that, and it's shot like it. Well, so I guess what we're saying basically is Home Alone, Die Hard, and Jingle All the Way as your top three. Um... <laughs> I'm yet to hear an argument against it, so. All right. At least Miracle on 34th Street or something. Just... Oh, it's so old, though. So Not that one. But... Well, there's so many. You can pick the most recent one if you want. Like, it's... Nah, yeah, there's loads of adaptations. What about Muppets Christmas Carol? Yes. Yeah, yeah, go. yeah. Jingle Dog. Suck it. <laughs> All right, so it's fourth then. Still pretty good. <laughs> uh, Unless I hear evidence to the contrary, I refuse. Uh, well, well, we'll get to that. Right now, <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> let's, let's get into it. Um, so the film opens with like a kind of like a Toy Story 2-esque sequence. Uh, you know that opens with Buzz, you think it's Buzz Lightyear playing the Space yeah. Ranger game. This opens with Turbo Man, the, the TV series. Um, I kind of just wanted a Turbo Man movie at that point. <laughs> yeah, it's just Power it's, Rangers, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's, it's totally. It's the same as all that kind of thing. It's pretty, it's not bad. As a kid, I'd have been like, okay, yeah, I can get yeah. behind this. I just, my, my very first question though is, why does Turbo Man have a boomerang? 
What's that got to do with his character and his personality? His That's turbo really rang, which sounds like really something good. else. Where does he put it in that skin tight suit? <laughs> it's oh. it's in, in like a, it's in his boots. He oh. like pulls it out of his boots. Do you think it falls out? Like he'll be running after a villain and it just falls. Yeah. Oh, shit. And he has to sort of gather his utilities. That's really clumsy. Out. Yeah. Really clumsy superhero. You know, you know the villain in the t- the TV series? Yeah. Dementor. W- yeah. yeah. He legitimately has a piece of food stuck to the side of his mouth. Like, <laughs> they, do, they do a zoom in of his mouth and he's got that old man crud just at the side. Oh, oh God. I don't know about you guys, but that took me right out of it. <laughs> I was oh, more I distracted missed. by Booster, which I kind of appreciate that everyone in the movie hates Booster as well. But it's just like he's got a piece of. He is one of the worst designed sidekicks I've ever seen. Like his head is halfway down his body. I don't know what animal he's meant to be. Some kind of saber tooth. Yeah, but why is he pink? Why is he luminescent pink? But I do love it's, um... Sorry, go on. Uh, yeah, because Turboman obviously he rescues the kid, and then the kid goes, "Mom, Dad, Booster, <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Booster." Yeah. It's um, it's not from American Dad, in it, Booster. Is that who does the? Yeah, the the actor. Oh, I recognise him. As... Yeah. Well, he sounds like Yago. He sounds like uh, what's like that guy a little bit. Sounds like Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I had to Google if it was him or not, and it, it wasn't. But yeah, he sounds like him. Oh, well, there's a little... If if there's a if there's an obscure voice actor bit of trivia, Tom's going to tell us. That is such a... <laughs> I can't remember his name. <laughs> I, I know he was the scribe of God in Supernatural, and that's where I know him from. Oh, there you go. One of my one of my other first <laughs> notes just says, "Oh my God, it's Anakin Skywalker!" Completely forgot. Completely yeah. forgot he was in this. He's not. Oh, it's when it's him and Arnie having a chat in a bedroom. This is a clash of acting giants. <laughs> uh, it's like someone's bashing two pieces of wood together. <laughs> you can really feel the emotions, can't you? Uh-huh. They're just putting it all on the table. I think it was you, Lewis, who said um, that everyone in this film shouts their lines, and Arnie <laughs> is... He just yells everything. But the problem is, he doesn't have a good yelling face. Like he do, He's just like... You know, like you say, some people are ugly criers. Yeah. Like he just has that constant horse mouth. Yeah, when he's when he's yelling, he looks like a snake dislocating his jaw to swallow his prey. <laughs> like his whole face just expands. He's got such a big face. I love the um his bit eyes of... in the world as well. Like yeah, anytime there's a moment of oh, I'm going to be shocked. Therefore, I will show all of the white of my eye. <laughs> I th- it, Arnie has, you know, two settings. It's just nothing and everything. That's all he can do. There's no, there's no nuance with with Arnie at all. But that's why we love him because he is. He, he just operates at the extreme ends of the spectrum all the time. Yeah. So we we get introduced to Arnold Howard. Of course, he's called <laughs> Howard. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> 
have you ever seen anyone look less like a Howard? Howard <laughs> Langstein as well. Oh, my God. Oh, God. <laughs> was, was, was somebody else cast in this role? Was Ben Stiller meant to be the dad in this film at first? Maybe. And then they had to change it last minute because... He, he, doesn't he strike does me sound like a, a, an accountant, like some sort of... I mean, well, his last name sounds is. Jewish. Like. That's what I mean. Like it, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. But he's he's doing his uh, generic businessman, nondescript sales job. Um, it never really I'm, explains what he's. No doing. one could understand him down the phone. This is what <laughs> my number one customer. I don't forget you're my number one customer. <laughs> every time, <laughs> every time he says it, and then his his secretary comes in, and I think this film gave Richard Curtis the idea yeah. in Love Actually for the whimsical notes on a placard. Yeah, um, less whimsy. A little less whimsy. In this. Yeah, a little less whimsy. Um, but it's it's such a strange little sequence because they're clearly trying to be you know have a little comedy sequence, but it's not funny. It just it just kind of suggests he's not a very attentive boss or husband because he yeah. says it to his wife as well. <laughs> he does. He says <laughs> she is his number one customer. It's uh, how many nineties films were about neglectful dads that were very business focused <laughs> <laughs> this is probably why we're not very well adjusted as adults are we part of a forgotten generation how many are because there's this there's santa claus again very much liar right. liar 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 hook yeah the very hook vibes yeah yeah mrs doubtfire it's doubtfire yeah oh, yeah good shout yeah God. It's it's a generation of latchkey kids. It is. totally is. Yeah, it totally is. It's just it, I was watching, thinking this is so weird that there's so many films about these like business focused dads that have stay at home wives and kids that are pining for them all the time. It's just a strange, very strange nineties genre. Yeah, is it like? Do you think it's like a a response to the eighties? And just like, oh, business, cocaine. Maybe. The eighties sounded. I mean fun. that that would have that would have made the film if he was snorting cocaine off his desk. <laughs> it would make. The, it you would are make my number one make, customer. It would make more sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got to put the explicit tag on this episode now. Why you don't is... do that on everyone. <laughs> Sometimes I just I just forget. But sometimes we, we say something, I think, oh, I have to remember for this one. Is it, oh, is it a nice surprise for the kids listening? <laughs> Guess little what? T- Tom said fuck again. <laughs> All right, little Timmy. <laughs> Turn it off, please. Little Timmy. <laughs> you watching Lassie today, Tom? <laughs> the deep ball. Jesus. Like, well, not really when you've got a Lassie dog in the house. It's always on my mind, to be fair. Um... What are we talking about? Um, <laughs> I think cocaine. Hook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also a Christmas movie. Lots of Robin Williams films as well, apparently, were about this. So, oh, I miss Robin Williams. Not that I ever knew the guy, but, you know, you just, you just feel like his presence would be... We, we, we could do with someone like that in the world right now, just add a bit more okay. levity to it. Put him in the main role of all of the films we've done, and they'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, this this film would have been fantastic with Robin Williams. Robin Williams bouncing off Phil Hartman would have been awesome. Because Arnie doesn't quite have the... Um, com- he, I mean, he, do, he does have comedic chops, but is, he doesn't quite have the, the timing for a back and forth, really. 
Sorry, I'm I'm too distracted by thinking of um, Robin Williams in AVP. <laughs> that was <in> a <laughs> oh, is he is he the human character or is he the predator? Yeah, he's the predator. <laughs> yeah. Every every time they go into the uh, the temple, they just hear nanu 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 nanu. <laughs> An alien busts out. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> We're all thinking, what other famous Robin Williams lines could the Predator say? <laughs> right, let's let, let's let's jump off the Robin Williams train now. Um, the the film goes like full Canyonero when Arnold Schwarzenegger is trying to get to the karate class, though. Like, yeah, he's in, it's also like, the the only car that I could get him into, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's very he's true. He's just driving a tank to his uh, son's. <laughs> Karate recital? Yeah. How important is karate? <laughs> I feel like every 90s film has a karate recital in it. Yeah. It was a big deal in the 90s. <laughs> it really was. Again, I think this is... When did the Karate Kid come out? When was that? Oh, was it? Was it just on people's minds? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I'd love to see Arnold Schwarzenegger as the dad from um, Billy Elliot. Like... <laughs> Fucking ballet! <laughs> wow, how did he manage to do a Scottish and Austrian accent at the same time? That was I mean, impressive. that's not what I was going for. Like... Wait, it, it, it worked. Oh, 84 for the Karate Kid. Well, I guess karate was just a big thing anyway. But yeah, again, that, that's such a little tick box exercise for a 90s family movie. I love when he gets there, though, late, and he's sprinting down the hallway. The school is clearly empty. Why is he running? There's nobody in. He knows full well. Because every 90s neglectful dad has to turn up and it be empty. Yeah, sorry. You you are right. It has to happen. This this goes back to the 90s. (laughs) This goes back to the 90s where there was no security in schools. Anyone could just walk in. A seven-foot Austrian man can just sprint down your hallway. I mean, I'd let him in. I'd, I won't be stopping him at the door. Yeah, who's going to stop like him? It's like the bit later on where he gets into the, like, the child play area and just like, yeah, oh, you yeah, but... try and stop him, but like, he wouldn't be able to, would you? Like... I mean, we'll come on to it, but the film takes some like really bizarre turns where you think, actually, they're going to spend a life in prison for this, for what they've yeah, done in this film. Like, I know it's a bit of a left turn, but there are moments in this film where you, you can tell it's a pre-9-11 world. Oh, yes. Like, <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Let's make a joke about postal bombs. Okay. I, I know. <laughs> like, oh, Jesus. It's so strange seeing that now as if it was that was the topic of a gag in a movie. Like you and wouldn't... then, yeah, they sort of glaze over it, don't they? It's just like an exploding cigar gag. Yeah. <laughs> When when the bomb and went police was like, how many years were you on the bomb squad? Was like, ha 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 ha. He's dead. Yeah, you're all dead. You would all I be did, dead. I do. I do like Sinbad's sort of um, joke afterwards, though. One one of the few jokes in here that I like from Sinbad when he goes, "There's some sick people out there." <laughs> <laughs> I um I have to say though when. When little Anakin Skywalker karate chops his board, he was actually a bit more badass than he was in the entirety of the Phantom Menace in that one moment. <laughs> like, you know, he's it played a, a Jedi, and that was cooler for me seeing him do that than anything he did in Phantom Menace. 
Maybe it's because a moment later he gets, he looks disappointed and sad. I mean, maybe you just like that. He does a very good job playing heartbroken kid. I have to say. <laughs> I I felt very uncomfortable when Arnold Schwarzenegger got into bed with him <laughs> and said, so champ, are those hands registered weapons yet? I was like, oh, oh come on now, Arnie. <laughs> You're too big for that bed. <laughs> that bedroom is sweet, though. I want that bedroom. Got like yeah. Captain America mural on the wall. Fantastic four bed sheets. I'm all about that. <laughs> is that your bedroom now? Not yet, but I'm working. Oh, I'm getting there. He has to do it a little bit at a time so Laura doesn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> One pillow at a time. Yeah, I work out. Never mind. I just got a little throw pillow with uh, the most recent Fantastic Four. Just fantastic. <laughs> just hiding in the back. <laughs> do you have to tell? Do you have to tell Laura that the bedding is constantly in the wash? That's why you've got the emergency duvet out. <laughs> Yeah, no, she thinks I'm incontinent, but it's the price. <laughs> it's worth it. It's worth it. When uh, Howard, I can't call him Howard. Howard when, sir. when when Arnie gets home, um, he's just so quotable. You know, he sees uh, Phil Hartman's Ted up on the roof, and he just has a Ted. What the hell are you doing on my roof? <laughs> he's I love he doesn't so hide. He doesn't hide the fact that he hates this man, which I quite appreciate. Yeah. It's it's one it's one of the bits that I really enjoy about the film is just how much he hates this neighbor. Like it's it's basically like Homer in Flanders, essentially. Yeah, but it it kind of it goes against the 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 nineties thing a little bit because usually there's like a stepdad or a figure who seems all right, like he seems a decent guy, like liar liar. Mm. Uh, oh yeah, Jerry. Or like people Pierce are all right. Yeah, uh, but we see through the film that even though he's be nice. Phil Hartman is awful. Yeah, he is. <laughs> but again, I think that's one of the reasons the film kind of works, because he's just this absolute sleazebag, and it's quite funny. Yeah, he's, he is a sexual like, deviant. Really, nobody, nobody in this film is a good person. No. But is he getting with all of the mums? Yes, 100%. Like one of his first lines is, just the tool for the job. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I love that all the the wives on the street are just fawning over him in front of their existing husbands. And the husbands he's... are just like resigned to it. Like, yeah, you can't stop Phil Hartman. When he wants is... your wife, he's going to get your wife. Yeah, is Phil Hartman hot? <laughs> is he attractive? Yeah, I don't. I don't I... Maybe by 90s dad standards, yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah, quite possible. Yeah, you've got to put it in context. Tom. This was I, mean, I mean, we were talking about Rachel Weiss as a leading lady. <laughs> True. Yeah. I, I... See that more than everyone thinking Phil Hartman's a piece of ass. <laughs> <laughs> Young Phil Hartman, I can understand. He was all right. How old was he it's... in this? He's not old. I don't know. Forty. Oh, was this one of his last movies? That's really sad. Yeah, he wasn't far off until he got killed in this, was he? It was the late nineties he got killed. Am I am I am I remembering it wrong? Was he in Small Soldiers? He was, yeah. Oh, I need to rewatch that. I haven't seen that in a long mm. time. Another film that I fucking loved. He plays he plays yeah. the dad in that as well, doesn't he? He's a bit of a, ah. a player in that. Yeah, well, when did this come out? Ninety six. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. When was Small Soldiers? Was that nineties? Weren't it? 
Most of this film is... in the 90s. Most yeah. of this podcast is just us not knowing when things came out. 98 <laughs> was Small Soldiers. Well, he, so. and, yeah, he died in 98 as well. Oh. Very tragic, really. Yeah. But, partly because, you know, I think The Simpsons misses the likes of Troy McClure and Lionel Hutz. Yeah, well, they they retired him, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Apart from, like, cameos and stuff. But, you know, he was always a scene-stealer in anything he did in The Simpsons. Yeah. I'm I'm worried that we're going to get to a point where one of the main cast of The Simpsons is going to pass away and they won't have a very, you know, satisfying ending to the series. Mm. Yeah, well, it's like, it's like when you watch Muppets, but like more recent ones, you're like, Fuzzy Bear sounds fucked. Like... <laughs> When they, yeah. when they try to replace the voice and it just doesn't, it doesn't ring true. But then you've got people like, you know, the, the guy that's replaced Cleveland and Family Guy, he, he sounds pretty much spot on. I think the new, the new voice actor for Carl and The Simpsons, I, I think he sounds pretty good. So I think it, it can be done, but I think Phil Hartman's one of those very distinctive voices you couldn't ever, ever No one replace. has that level of smarm. No, yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> Yeah, he he does that really well. Um, so we see then little little Annie watching a, another commercial for um, Turbo Man, and you know if if you're gonna create a whole movie based on the premise that you know this is America's favorite hero, just at least make him a good hero because Turbo Man is a bit shit. He's too earnest. He's what, you, what, you, what, you, what do you want, like, gritty, morally bankrupt <laughs> superhero? Like Batman, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Can you imagine, like, a modern-day Batman version of Turbo Man? Like, if they did, like, a Joker Zack film. Snyder's Turbo Man. <laughs> it's Turbo Time, it just snaps his neck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I want to see Zack Snyder's Turbo Man. <laughs> it's very, there's a lot of grey and sepia tones. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just him looking out the window, smoking, looking really depressed. And at some point there'll be some Jesus imagery. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it'll be seven hours long. <laughs> On HBO Max. Hey. You know, after um, Howard has spoken to his kids, um, he goes downstairs and speaks... Just call him on. Just... Yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> can, in that accent, can he even say his own name? Howard! Howard! It just sounds like one of his average noises. <laughs> I mean, there's no chance in hell that he can say the surname. <laughs> no, no. no. Um, when he goes downstairs to speak to um, speak to his wife, he, he he talks about having a chat with his kid as if he hasn't actually spoken to this kid in seven years. He is absolutely flabbergasted. He's just had a conversation with him. He's like, "You wouldn't believe it. We were bonding and everything. Like, why, why don't you do that all the time? You're his dad. Why is that so amazing to you?" Because nineties neglect dad. Of course, of course. <laughs> I keep forgetting what all he these legitimately are hasn't seen his child in about. Yeah, that that's how it yeah. plays. Honestly, it plays like he he just. He, oh yeah, I've got a kid. Shit. He's found the the key though. Toys equal love. Mm. Yeah, he's so easily bought. Like, it's, uh. 
my note just says he's basically just agreed to buy his son's love. I've I've written down phonetically how he says it. He goes, "Of course." <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! I hope I hope Arnie never hears any of this. No, he does. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Phil, Hammond. movies. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Uh, I won't have any of that. This Come is on, another, this is. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> this is the third Arnold Schwarzenegger film we have now done on this podcast. So clearly he's doing something right or something wrong, I guess. I don't know. He's got Uber Witch, that's for sure. He does. <laughs> yeah, we very rarely review good films. So I don't know what that says about his back catalogue. Hey, Predator was good. Yeah. That's yeah. a good film. Can't go on with uh, Predator. I do still want to see Arnie S. Macbeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't was it believe... Hamlet? Oh, it was Hamlet, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Hamlet. Any of it, to be honest. I'd, I'd, it, it, anything Shakespeare from Arnie would be just, yes, perfect. Uh, Phil Hartman with a reindeer. Let's talk about that, shall we? That's a fun little sequence. Yeah, but the reindeer's... Her- like, when it, when it cuts to the, like, the snapping reindeer and there's this monstrous CGI reindeer face. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. It is is really it not weird. a puppet? Yeah, is it it's not a, like... Yeah, th- there's, there's a bit later in the film when it switches between a CGI reindeer and then a puppet. There's, there's a bit where um, the reindeer bites Arnie so hard that his gloves appear on his hands. Like, there's a really <laughs> awkward cut where he's barehanded, like stroking the reindeer, and then he's got his gloves on suddenly. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> oh, I love these films that, you know, it's not just the the story that's bad you know you get to the bad editing and the bad direction <laughs> i mean nothing or top highlanders i, I don't no. want to call it editing it wasn't edited no one no <laughs> one did any post work on that film no i do love that um when arnie i mean arnie and ted are having a little argument uh he, he says something to him like oh you can't bench press your way out of this one and i realized that their dynamic is like the joker in batman the dark knight you know the whole like (laughs) nothing to do with all your strength (laughs) and it's a pointless exercise because i bet he could bench press his way out of it yeah totally because he does because he punches the reindeer later in the film (laughs) i love phil hartman's sort of monologue when he's talking about the reindeer and he's like I'm just going to, you know, release it into the woods. I saw some elk um, near a river and, uh, you know, maybe they'll accept him. Maybe they won't. (laughs) He's such a prick, isn't he? He's Uh, such a prick. Oh, wow. That's not how nature works. No, it's... it's So where is this set? I'm not sure reindeer... uh, They're in uh, Minnesota, I think. Okay, uh, maybe then. But it's just like a herd of monk jack and a reindeer comes in like... <laughs> King of the Woods. <laughs> oh. I think it's set in Austria. <laughs> that, explains why, that explains why everyone can understand what he's saying down the phone. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I think it's like that sort of Midwest part of the United States. So it, yeah, there's probably those beautiful, you know, because America is spoiled with natural beauty. Oh, they're working on it though. They oh, they are. They are. Let's find as much oil as we can. <laughs> climate change people can climate I just change. make a note of who named this parade oh it's not it's a Christmas sh- parade it, nor a holiday it, parade it's the 
<laughs> for holiday wintertainment parade. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do have a note about this later when it comes to the actual parade. I was like, this is the lazi- laziest. I, I think the writers went on lunch right before they had to name this. Oh, shit, we need a name for it. Uh, it's, it's it winter entertainment. Winter t- fine, that's lunch. Holiday wintertainment. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm genuinely worried that America has an infestation of parades. Like every, I feel like every film we've done has had a parade at some point. Yeah, it's it's a, a rather troubling amount. Even Batman had a parade, which is ridiculous. Even even Spider Man had a parade. Oh yeah, there's <laughs> been a lot of parades, isn't there? Oh, that's really strange, actually. This this podcast is ruining films for me quite rapidly. <laughs> there's not a lot of creativity out there, is there? It's all spotlights and parades. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, I'm thinking of more now. Pokemon, that has a parade. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> Literally just had a parade. I'm, I'm sure the mummy had one somewhere. <laughs> At some point. I, Jesus, I hope not. Um, <laughs> it, it, it then gets to that scene when um, a lot of this film just feels like it's about consumerism. It's a bit, I don't know. A bit on yeah, the nose, but hundred percent. Yeah, There's a lot of these retail people have a massive god complex in this film. Yeah, the thing is, it's like it's the about dickheads in the world. Yeah, <laughs> having it's... been one, I can I can say. <laughs> yeah, because it's like it's it's about consumerism, but it's not trying to tell you that it's bad. It's basically just saying like this is awesome. You know, buy shit. There's no real moral message to it, actually. No, they should have imagined this, but directed like Paul Verhoeven from Robocop. Oh, yeah, there'd be some great little like cutaway <laughs> TV adverts and yeah, all of a satire. Oh, oh my guys, 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 wait, no, I didn't do my quick facts. Oh my god, oh, oh, oh Jesus. my god, I'm so sorry, everybody. Please don't write in and complain. Pull yourself together, man. Jesus, right. <laughs> Quick facts. Okay. Jingle All the Way, released in 1996, directed by Brian Levant. Levant? Levant. Vice. Uh, who has directed just lots and lots of kids' movies. Um, he did awesome. the Flint, Flintstones in 1994, Beethoven, uh, Scooby-Doo. Well, Christopher Columbus was uh, produced or did something of this. Of Home Alone. Yeah. Okay then. Say your word for it. Yeah. Not the not the famous explorer, Christopher Columbus. Oh, that explains a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's right. There you go. Uh, Starring obviously Arnold Schwarzenegger, Phil Hartman, Sinbad, Rita Wilson, and Anakin Skywalker. Budget, right? Budget. Have a guess. I mean, they did create a jetpack for a parade. (laughs) Yeah, they did. Um, a hundred million dollars. No, not that much. But there's some oh, unnecessary, okay. unnecessary CGI in quite a bit of this. Almost seventy-five million dollars. But I mean, to say you've really only oh. got four actors in this film, like for the most part, and a lot of extras, and the CGI is shocking at the end, like. Where, I, I'm just flabbergasted that this was 75. In, in Arnold the 90s Schwarzenegger, as well. yeah. Right. Arnold Schwarzenegger must have the best agent in the world because you know that's a lot going to him. Yeah, most of it will be Arnie. Yeah. 
Um, and box office, 128 million. So, you know, they made a bit of money. So, you know, well done. A little bit in change. Uh, but still, $75 million. Jesus Christ. That, I mean, that, he's probably still crime. getting royalty checks for it now, isn't he? Every Christmas. Yeah, that's the magic of the season. That's <laughs> That is an absolute In fact, crime. we're part of the problem because we're 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 watching these films and they're getting the royalties for it. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get back into it. I'm so I can. My apologies, guys. It's been a been a busy day. We're going to talk about this later. Oh, <laughs> can you imagine the... if if you if next episode you were just sacked from the podcast? <laughs> how, just... how, how shit the podcast would be. <laughs> Yeah, we, we might eventually get to the subject, but we were <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, as soon as one of us falls out, like they, they just it just doesn't work. You know, when when we did one together, we started talking about the special boat service. We went on to the Great British Bake Off. Like we just <laughs> we had, like, some of the special boat service. Some of the, was, I love that. <laughs> they are some of the best episodes, though. Um, can you? That there's a reason why me and Tom have not just done one together. Together. <laughs> it would just be <laughs> madness. Hey, if you That's want to just, do one and send it to me, by all it's means. Just the conversations you overhear from two idiots on the corner of a bar. I was going to say, yeah, it's like. Uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> it is like people just sat in a pub somewhere. The uh, mall scene, um, again, it would get very like. It Sorry, feels I like. Got- the- I got my wires crossed. I thought you meant Darth Maul for a minute. I was like, <laughs> "Where was he Darth, in this?" <laughs> Darth Maul in the mall scene would have been fantastic. Slicing down all the shoppers to get to his Turbo Man—that'd have been do great. Think, do you think in Star Wars there's a Darth Maul of America? I don't understand the question. <laughs> I, you know, there's the he goes to the Mall of America. Oh, I see. I see. Oh, that yeah. I think they're yeah. missing a trick if there isn't. I know. It's all Bad puns. They should have written to us. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're here if they need us. We, we are nothing but ideas. <laughs> we have nothing <laughs> better to do. Correct. The, um, so, yeah, they, they all trample into the mall. And, you know, a little surprise to me, a very young Chris Parnell as the store employee. That was a yeah. nice little... I, I didn't realise he was in this. Oh yeah, but but start laughing. Oh, over line, but it's all one word. It's the hottest selling Christmas point ever. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect, exquisite, Tom. Thank you. (laughs) That was great. Um, We've we've skipped Sinbad. Oh no, we haven't. I was just going to come on to him because I just want to talk about Chris Parnell first. But yeah, Sinbad uh, is instantly established as a lunatic. Immediately, <laughs> just... you can see some of the extras like laughing at him. Like, yeah, because there's a woman hiding behind Arnie, just smiling. It's yeah. it's quite obvious that this isn't a lot. Of this is not scripted. Clearly, he's just and even Arnie's like, "What are you doing?" One one of my character just like yes. Come on, I I like Did to think Arnie. Uh, Arnie's not quite like, on that sort of comedic level where he can't go with the flow and like improv the scene. <laughs> He's, he's just stuck rigidly to his lines, no matter what happens. One of my... One of my favourite Sinbad lines is when he goes, can you send me a bike or a slinky? No, your father's been laid off. 
Yeah, he, he strays into this little sort of dark territory now and again. Yeah, oh, a whole movie. Oh, sorry. He's yeah, a movie. broken man. Yeah. But it's, he, I like everyone in the crowd agrees he's a bit much. Like, yeah. there's a little cutaways of people just going like, give him a side eye. And like, uh, I kind of want to move away from this guy a little bit. Oh, have we just oh. lost Tom? But yeah, he's bored of his. Yeah, he's, he's sick of our shit. I'll, I'll have to invite him again. I saw him reaching oh. for his thing then, and you just know he's managed to exclude himself from from the <laughs> podcast somehow. We we need hold music for this. Here he is. He's back. Uh-oh. Your call is very important to us. Please stay on the line. You are our number one customer. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Welcome back, Tom. What, what have I come back to? <laughs> I need to speak to your mother. <laughs> but dad. <laughs> he does have a go at him later on, but like, if I was trying to get someone else on the phone and Anakin was just rabbiting at me, I would snap. Yeah. <laughs> you would especially. <laughs> so, yeah, the um, Chris Parnell tells Sinbad and Arnie that, you know, I... I an old lady in a fur coat was taking the last Turbo Man, and the film then becomes two men trying to rob a woman. Yep. <laughs> just bizarre, really strange. Um, and then, and then Arnie's just sprinting down this inner city street, chasing this woman. It's just it, none of it's okay. None of the film is okay. Everyone else reacts to that moment, which is nice. Yeah. Like, no, but like they're not in on it. The whole all the extras like, what are these people doing? Yeah, <laughs> you just have to wonder, like, you know, if it was slightly better established, the kind of um, parental pressure Arnie must be under in this film to be going to the extremes he's at already 20 minutes in. He is hunting down women in the streets for an action figure. He like, he is on the brink of a complete breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's the he's point. He's got too much going on. Oh, yeah, he is generic businessman, of course, with all those number one customers. I mean, I was waiting for him just to go like full-blown predator. You know, he's like firing blindly into the woods. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was just going to do that. Just because there's a toy shop montage later on, I just I would love it if every different toy shop is a different party movie. <laughs> it's just covered in mud in the back of one toy shop. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he, he's naked crouched like the sort of Terminator in one of them <laughs> oh that'd be so good um, there's, there's a really really like 90s scene afterwards though when he phones his home landline from a payphone in public so 90s not a mobile would, in sight I would not touch a payphone if you paid me not these days Jesus Christ. <laughs> COVID boxes, aren't they? Everything was sticky. <laughs> Who told you could eat my cookie? Put the cookie down! <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, so good. Also, <laughs> there's two kids like messing about in the background, and they're sort of pushing each other, and then you cut back to it, and Anakin's on the floor. <laughs> Did Ted's kid just lay him out? <laughs> He's a big lad. He's pressing him, <laughs> pressing him into the open log burning fire, like, <laughs> like Game of Thrones and the Hound. That's their origin story. That's that's the mountain and the Hound's origin story right there. 
I do love how he just blurted out those cookie lines without any context whatsoever. <laughs> Can you imagine passing him in the street and he's just shouting that down the phone? It's one of my all-time favourite Arnie lines, but that cookie, that, it's just so stupid that he's this upset about a cookie. And what's what's he commitment. He does. He does. <laughs> he totally does. He commits to everything like it is Predator. Like it's that <laughs> level of seriousness. Um, but yeah, Ted is then in his home, inexplicably in his house. Ted takes liberties throughout his home. <laughs> he does. Oh, oh she's does. she's having a shower. Do you want me to go check on her? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh wow. It's just. It might just be like, because the, the next scene is, uh, they're at another mall, it's another mall sequence, another Darth Mall sequence, and they're all getting these little um, bouncy ball things to um, allocate their number. Ridiculous. No shot. Oh. This. this is more hassle than, it just get in the line. Just yeah. absolute madness. It's, it's like the PS5 launch, isn't it? You know, like people clambering over each other. I can tell you right now from first-hand experience, uh, two years ago, the Disney store released a monthly Mickey Mouse plush to celebrate his 90th birthday, and they had to allocate people with tickets because people were buying like 10 to 15 and reselling them on eBay, and it was genuinely... So this is actually spot on. So well done, jingle all the way. You have well, captured the greed... <laughs> You didn't have a Disney store manager just standing on a desk going, guess what? It's double the price. Oh, I know. (laughs) Yeah. No, Disney just do that behind closed doors, Tom, in in a board meeting. Um, It might be the most Christmassy Christmas film ever, though, because it's all about just greed, rampant consumerism. Like, that's what Christmas is all about, really, isn't it? Yeah, I reckon a solid couple of million of a budget is probably tinsel like everywhere it's decorated to the nines mm. yeah That's... if if it was a smarter film i would feel bad about christmas yeah this is what i yeah. mean yeah yeah you know it, Hoven needed to do this that's what i'm saying yeah yeah you are probably right but yeah it, <laughs> it, it could have told you a really important message about and it tries it at the end a little bit but it could have been like you don't need material goods to you know win if you are not sure it's your dad <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's it, the, 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 there's a message in there, but you have to really dig around for it, and you know, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't can, do a good job telling its own message, really. Can I take a little step back? You know, when he before he even gets to the toy shop, Arnold Schwarzenegger does not know how escalators work. He is literally walking down it and barging people out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> He's a rude man. Yeah. yeah, he does some really terrible things in this film, like just. It's just not okay the way he behaves throughout the whole film because, um, yeah, this this sequence then results in people being trampled, trying to grab these bouncy balls. And then um, Sinbad, I think, somebody maces Arnold in the face and he yes, has a brilliant, he maced me line, which, again, commitment is is on point. Um, and then Arnold chases this, this bouncing ball, which on its own conservatively bounces for 200 metres without losing momentum. Yeah, what's it made of? <laughs> yes, I don't know. It just... Love it. And it... <laughs> and he, he is committed to getting this ball to the point where he could be put on a register for what he's doing. <laughs> uh, for a ball that might not even win a toy. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. It's just the, the lengths that he goes to don't make any sense. Uh, and it's it's one of these films that you're like, oh yeah, they didn't really have like the internet then, did they? Because you could just buy it online now, and that's that's your film finished. 
Yeah, next day delivery, sort of. Yeah, <laughs> done. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, Howard, a uh, six foot six man, is hunting a child through a ball pit. <laughs> and it's yeah. just. Shout out to 90s children fashion, though. There's some. <laughs> you know what? There's a bit when he goes, Can be a little girl. I did not know that was a girl. Full on <laughs> thought it was a boy. Like, the way oh, she not... was dressed. That's the 90s, isn't it? You I look know. at old pictures of yourself and you're like, Mum, why did you even put me in that? <laughs> yeah, but he, yeah, he, he then gets uh, accosted by some angry mums with handbags. I mean, rightly so. Yeah, but yeah. women aren't very well represented in this film, are they? <laughs> but yes, no. rightly so. Um, I am not a pervert. Just... Yeah, I'm not a pervert. <laughs> That's exactly what a pervert would say. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's some really, really top class dialogue in this movie. Really, it's 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 great. It is great. Uh, I also like the fact that he got to this place because he was in the street, and then some random citizen was just like, "Ah, that toy shop's got a <laughs> last minute order. Let's go to everyone in the street." Yeah, I. It's like, it, yeah. It happens. I've got a theory. Every time he says Turbo Man, the universe tries to give him one. <laughs> <laughs> like the next bit is like, I'm just trying to get a Turbo Man doll. And then Sanders like, you want to get a Turbo Man doll? Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> can we, right. Can we talk about Jim Belushi as Santa? Yeah. Um, <laughs> one of the strangest moments, sequences in the whole film, but I absolutely love it. The, I, the grift, the, the <laughs> army, the army of grifting Santas in a warehouse is spectacular. It's a Christmas cartel. It's magnificent. Uh, it's so I good. love that they've all committed to dressing up yes. for Christmas, though. <laughs> yeah, they're all in the outfits, just in case. Even, I don't... even, even like criminals the... do Christmas yeah. jumper day. Um, <laughs> even the accountant, like the ladies when the little time yeah. are in like the Mrs. Claus gear. Like why? Yeah, with, with all the little <laughs> ticket tape going, they're all they're all dressed up. Again, I really respect the uh, the, the the commitment to the gig that they're doing. Um, but yeah, it's just I kind of wanted this to be the whole film. Yeah, it's just um, him fighting Santas. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, you like, and he. There's like a throwback to Back to the Future in him because he's like, what are you, chicken? And he goes, chicken? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody calls me chicken. Uh, um, he also has $300 in his wallet. What a bowler. <laughs> I love I love Jim Belushi's response, though. He goes, what, dollars? No, chocolate kisses. Cost dollars. <laughs> he's, he, yeah, he's, again, every character, whether it's um, protagonist, antagonist, they're all sleaze bags. Everyone in this film is terrible. Um, but the, yeah, so he, he, he buys this knockoff um, Spanish Turbo Man, which <laughs> we watched that and um, that's one of the few bits that I audibly laughed because I was like, that's such a stupid gag. But I, I just loved it because uh, I think I'd forgotten about it as well. Um, <laughs> At least they've gone to the effort of wrapping it for him. That was quite, <laughs> quite a nice touch. True, true. They're not completely bad. <laughs> Uh, but then, yeah, it turns into uh, like a weird, like video game sequence with Arnold fighting off like waves of Santas. You get Nunchuck Santa comes down first. <laughs> yeah, he's mini his... boss. He's got yeah. Yeah, and then and then you get to Big Boss Santa. Who... I love it. I'm gonna deck your halls, bub. Oh, just... That was more more erotic than aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. Um, that that guy though. I mean, he's big. 
Yeah, where do you think they found him from? You know, to someone to be bigger than Arnold Schwarzenegger. Where do you think? I'm guessing yes, yes, he is a wrestler. He is a WWE wrestler. I thought he was made in a lab. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, well, he has he, that. He's taller than Arnie, but Arnie is still probably wider than him. Yeah, the swole, swole patrol. <laughs> the, um, the, there's one note, though, that I've got. It just says, oh, my God, Arnold just punched a little person across the room. Yeah. It was just... No, Arnie doesn't. The guy does. So oh, does he? Well, well, somebody does, and he goes flying like a shit across the room. <laughs> <laughs> like... like a like, shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you ever thrown a shit across the room? Um, well, apparently... No. Well then, well then you can't comment like on my metaphor <laughs> because I'm not a chimpanzee. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you're missing out, guys. Honestly, get back to your primal roots. Great. The um when the when the police when the police raid, um Arnold has the stupidest line. He goes, "Detective Howard Lang undercover." Like undercover is just a job title. Like he doesn't say like what department he's from, where he works. Just undercover, and that's and it. And he's not undercover. Like, no, he's, he's not just dressed that, as a civilian. Yeah. <laughs> that is what we would call a natural 20 deception check for all the, the big old D&D nerds out there. Oh, They're my people. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hold on, I'm just going to kick Tom off the podcast. Hold on. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> is that what happened earlier? <laughs> yeah. That is, that um, is podcast what Blackjack and D&D. Stop it. You're on your last warning, Tom. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Arnie then has another payphone sequence. A lot of payphone sequences in this film. Far too yeah, many. And, dri- and driving shots. So many driving shots. They have to establish that he's on to his next next mission. <laughs> and that's how they do that. Well, it's a cutscene in a video game where it's just... Yeah, that's what it is. Travelling. Yeah, yeah, honestly. Um, but, yeah, yeah I, think, I think the next bit is his conversation with um, whatever his kid's called. Anakin. Anakin. Anakin Little Anakin. Yeah. Um, and that's when he has the argument with him down the phone. And I, I'm telling you, Jake Lloyd plays emotionally destroyed child very well. It's probably because his parents pushed him into acting in the 90s. Um, that's true. Then stole Ru- all his money. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I'm just making stuff up. <laughs> if it's not true, write in Little Orphan Annie's parents and I will apologize. They're definitely listening. <laughs> They listen to old podcasts about their son's movies. <laughs> Just to make sure there's no royalty checks in there for them. I, I must say, though, that kid has a really good line where he's like, no, mum's not here. She's next door petting Ted. Oh, yeah, yes, that is terrific. He, he delivers it actually really well. And, and, and Arnold's just like, what? <laughs> what? Doesn't follow up though, does he? <laughs> no, no, because I, I think he's. Radio is called Ted. <laughs> no. I think he's just accepted the fact that he, that he's finally lost his wife to this neighbour. Like, okay, fine, yeah, yeah. it was going to happen yeah. eventually. Um, but yeah, his they breaks down as well, which is bad. Yeah, so that's just before they have a little scene at the uh, the diner. When again, he talks about Turbo Man, and here's a radio advert for it. I told, yeah, I told you. Yeah, so you might be onto something. That the universe wants him to get a Turbo Man, um, but yeah, Sinbad is um, just—he's terrible at his job because you know he, he's throwing Ooh, like, yeah, he's literally <laughs> throwing parcels at people it's in the so, street so he can run faster. In he's emptying his yeah, like... <laughs> yeah, 
Um, it's just clearly a very disturbed individual. And you can tell that in this scene, they've only blocked off like a meter of the street because Arnie <laughs> runs like, well, like a, a light jog. <laughs> There's lots of no like, um, oh, William Shatner did like a, a cop show when he got older. Whenever he was running, it only ever showed him running around a corner because he couldn't go in a straight line for too long. So there's just lots of these like round the corner bits because they can't show the rest of the street. Oh, no. <laughs> I like how they both Great. know as well where exactly where the radio station is. The, the guy in yeah. the diner goes, it's three blocks down there. And they, they know instantly. Yeah, like does yeah, anyone right. know where their local radio station broadcasts from, really? Not a single person. Um, well, two, sorry, these are worst postman ever. But who's posting Christmas letters on Christmas Eve? Bad, <laughs> bad neglectful dads. Yeah. yeah, all the dads in the 90s, Tom. That's <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, Jim Carrey's Fletcher Reed has a parcel in that, in that bag somewhere for his kids. <laughs> Um, yeah, so yeah, so we get to the uh, the radio station. Arnie breaks in like a fucking madman, screaming <laughs> at the radio host, the DJ. Yeah, you're talking about people who are bad at their jobs. What about the security? Oh, yeah. In this this building, he gets to the booth within like five minutes. Yeah, and breaks in and just delivering the reindeer names in beautiful fashion. Like I can't, I can't deliver those names that quickly. Just shouting them in this guy's face. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone want to try and... door open and stuff? Does I don't anyone... even know the twelve, so I'm. I'm, I'm gonna have to Google this because it's just he does it like it's one of my favourite bit because he's like he's sweating, he looks like an absolute maniac, just rambling these reindeer names. It is so so funny. Oh my god. Oh. Who wants to do it? Who wants to deliver the reindeer names in Arnold Schwarzenegger's? Manic voice. Oh, I don't even think I could do them in my voice. <laughs> I don't know the names of them. Dasher, Dancer, Prancevix, and Comet Cupid, Donna Blitzen. Rudolph. Uh, yeah, and Rudolph, yeah. <laughs> wow. Like, so he's jogging as well, so you've got to get the rhythm. Yeah, you, you got to get the pantsy. Dasher, Dancer, Prancevix, and Comet Cupid, Donna Blitzen. Because he's doing that it is, the whole way as well. And that he is the... well remembered like, as well. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I googled. Yeah, I've googled it as well. <laughs> it's the fact that it's like a uh, like a motivational uh, recitation for him as he's running. It keeps yeah, it's him his, going. It's his mantra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it totally is. Oh, <laughs> uh, and it, even I don't think that the guy that plays the radio DJ was the head teacher in Sabrina the Teenage Witch, by the way. I think that's where I know it from. Yeah, you yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I think he didn't realise how much Arnold would, would be committed because he looks scared. Yeah. Genuinely scared by Arnold. Goes back to there not being a script. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. He's like, is is Arnold okay? Is he actually gonna just knock me out right now? <laughs> it's so good. There's just so many little bits of this film that I just absolutely love, even though it's all all terrible. Um, but yeah, then Sinbad turns up and breaks again. This is the bit where you're like, you couldn't do this now in a post 9/11 world. But he he threatens oh, them no. with a parcel bomb. Um, breaks how, how many federal laws he breaks yeah um, and then again does it when they get surrounded by the police again it, if it wasn't like a bomb joke it's quite a funny gag holding a nicely wrapped parcel threatening it as a weapon 
but because yeah. you've you just got that hint of terrorism, you're like, oh no, no, it's not quite <laughs> landing. Just a whiff. Just a whiff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like Rick and Morty, isn't it? Where he's holding that weapon on the Purge planet and he goes, Morty, I have nothing. This is a box of Tic Tacs. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, that's it. If it was something else, it could have worked because it's, it's a, yeah, I don't know. It's... You know, you know, if there's a bomb scare, mm. um, I've got to be very careful on how I, <laughs> I'll go around this. Um, oh, no, would, oh, no, hold on. Would, would you actually call the traffic cops? Like, the, the guy who pulls him <laughs> over in the car is yeah. called instantly. Is he one of the only cops working? Because he's everywhere. He is <laughs> all over the place, isn't he? It's like, oh, there's been a bomb scare. Best call that uh, traffic cop. Yeah. He's a, maybe he's not actually a policeman. Is he part of the universe's plan to... Oh, no, I think he's one of those nutters with, uh, who've got a scanner and is just pretending to be a policeman and turning up to all the things that come through the radio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd, I'd, yeah, why not? Yeah. It would explain a lot because he's not very good at his job either. No, he's bullshit. So it's he like, has... oh, I've been a bomb squad for 10 years, so I'm going to sniff and shake this parcel. <laughs> <laughs> Day one of bomb school, Tom. Always, <laughs> always smell the bomb. Always. <laughs> Give it a good whiff. <laughs> wow, it smells a bit explodey. Um, it, it annoyed me so much. I was like, you don't call like a parking attendant to go to a, a bomb scare, do you? Like, it's, like, it's like the cops who tear open a bag of cocaine and like, rub it into their gums like yeah that's definitely cocaine <laughs> oh i thought you meant that happened in this film i was like i missed a big scene here what yeah, it's, it's the first scene when you see arnold oh, schwarzenegger god damn it i missed that completely uh yeah so like i said we we, we do get a, a reasonably comedic line that when uh, arnie and sinbad escape uh the bomb actually goes off and sinbad is genuinely appalled that he was carrying a parcel bomb around with him all day um, but also you're like well that's kind of what you wanted to happen Sinbad so you can't be that bothered but Im- immediately you're like right Sinbad is whatever happens in this film he's, he's facing life in prison <laughs> yeah. like, what, what, whatever ends up being the outcome Sinbad is not and, and, and Howard as well for being an accomplice to this there is no scenario where this film has a happy ending once the cameras stop rolling. Yeah. No, they're bad men. Yeah, yeah. Because after this, um, Howard then proceeds to break into his neighbour's house and set it on fire. Yeah, he's not a good guy, is he? And, and there's not really any follow-up to that either. Like they... also, he has the ability to break into a house. Like, businessman <laughs> Arnold... Can use a credit card to break into someone. He is. Uh... I I just think he punched like a window pane, just like or punched the door repeatedly. <laughs> just pulled it off. yelling. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't hear him because there's some dickheads next door singing about figgy pudding. Repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do all carol singers in America have to wear those outfits? I think yes. I think it's a. <laughs> I think it is a law that. Um, I mean, we people in glass houses. We've got like town criers who dress like penises. Yeah, that's yeah. one guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we have Morris men, which I don't mind Morris men because they just go get drunk in a pub afterwards. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that. yeah, they just got jingly jangly clothes and get pissed. Oh, I 
don't think it's okay to say that. Why? I, th- I think uh, Jimmy Savile put the uh, the problem on Jingle Jangle. Uh, oh, okay. Well, I can't say I have Jimmy Savile on the brain that much anymore, but... <laughs> anymore? <laughs> yeah, did you ever? When when was he a thing? Was it, I don't think he was a thing in our childhood, was he? Not really. really. No. Ever so often he'd turn up in like a gold tracksuit with a cigar and just like, you'd be like, who's this guy? Yeah. Why is he, <laughs> he was more like an 80s kid thing, wasn't he? Anyway, let's get off Jimmy Savile, shall we? <laughs> let's <laughs> move off of this. That's what? No. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, oh, so... Jingle all the way. Um, yep. <laughs> Arnold having... Um, broken in then uh, runs into his arch nemesis the reindeer in the back garden uh which nice doggy (laughs) thank you (laughs) (laughs) you just know that whoever wrote that line was so proud of themselves like oh guys i've got i've got this really funny bit he's gonna say nice doggy to a reindeer okay i i think it was improvised by arnold schwarzenegger he doesn't actually know what a dog is (laughs) quite possibly um, but yeah, and then we get the uh, CGI reindeer chase. I mean, $75 million, I couldn't have just trained a reindeer a bit better. I think it did for a little bit of it, but yeah, you can tell when it's not. Yeah, because it's like a tenth of the size it was. And it's defying laws of <laughs> physics, <laughs> yeah. left, right and centre. Um, but then... Howard does then proceed to punch it to the yeah. ground. Yeah, Arnie with a KO. Yeah, yeah he full on, <laughs> he full on knocks out a reindeer. Like if oh, anything, God. if anything captures the spirit of Christmas more, is it Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> punching a reindeer in the face? Oh, it's like a Mortal Kombat finishing move as well. He doesn't yeah. just like deck it. He's like proper going for it. Yeah. <sighs> I oh. forgot completely about that until. <laughs> what, what noise do reindeer make as well? Because it cuts to it on the ground and it sounds Drunk, like an old man. Going, Drunk oh, old oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all reindeer sound like Jabba the Hutt being choked by Princess Leia. <laughs> oh boy. And then, yeah, everyone sees him stood in this house, which is ablaze with a knocked out reindeer. And no one really seems to mind. Like, oh, Howard, what are you doing? Get out. Classic Howard. (laughs) I can explain. Uh, Yeah, how did he explain it? Yeah, because I wanted to see him trying to explain what the hell had just happened in there. It is exactly what it looks like. (laughs) He was going to put the toy back. (laughs) He was. He did have a little crisis of conscience, didn't he? He just didn't do a very good job of it because he did proceed to burn his neighbour's house to the ground on Christmas Eve. (laughs) So, Merry Christmas, Ted. Uh, I mean, he deserves it. So he does. <laughs> he does. Um, because after this, uh, we have the uh, aptly named the win- the holiday entertainment parade, and Beautiful. with all the mascots that they could afford. I, yeah, yeah all, was, all your favourite people. Christmas mascots. I'm pretty sure someone's dressed as a menorah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and a menorah. You got Paddington. You, There's a lot crayons. of um, <laughs> <laughs> crayons. The famous um, crayons. 
that there's a surprising amount of intellectual property in this sequence. And it made me wonder, did they film a bit of a real parade? Because uh, that might be where the $70 million went, was paying for all this Maybe. copyright. Well, is it, is, this, is it universal? Or... Uh, you know, I reckon possibly. they just, whoever made it just got anything they owned. It's like, that's vaguely kiddie. I don't know. Yeah, but like lots of like big names though. I, I know there wasn't anything. You know, you didn't have like Mickey Mouse or anything, but still some very recognisable brands that would cost money to use the image rights for. None of it seemed necessary in a film about a fictional superhero. Like you could have yeah. just packed in any sort of random characters; it wouldn't have made a difference. Yeah, and the, the best mascot bit is just it's one little they they take an extra second with something, and I really appreciate it. Where one of the present, like there's, mass, there's guys dressed as presents, one gets knocked over, there's a beat, and when you see all the other presents come over, we're like, you're right. Aww. <laughs> Jeff. Yeah. Somewhere <laughs> in the background of this film, there was a very sweet movie about people dressed as presents. Yeah. You just got to look a little bit harder. Um, <laughs> pardon? Mm-hmm. Hmm? <laughs> um, so. Creepy Ted is then in the car with I've forgotten the the, the wife's name in this film. What is she? Creepy called? Ted. Yeah, yeah. Liz. Um, Liz. Helga. <laughs> Helga. Yeah. Helga. Can you imagine? Like he's got a really generic American name. Like... Howard and Helga. Um you know we were talking about really bad nineties parenting. Yeah. They legitimately just let their kids out of the car and just go, Oh well, we'll see you later. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was meant to be like another parent there with some kids who were like, oh yeah, sure. Yeah, they're kind of like... i you this crowd. They're kind of like, off you go. <laughs> Mummy and Daddy having an affair. Get out of the car. <laughs> I think the other kid's used to it. So he's just like, oh yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> oh, da- Dad's on to his next target. Oh, Dad's giving me the signal. Right, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dad's brought his eggnog. I don't know what that means. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 Oh dear. Um, yeah, eggnog. <laughs> That's special eggnog. <laughs> Jesus. Can you imagine he gets smacked on the side of the head with that eggnog and then he just passes out in the car? <laughs> oh God. But yes, yeah, Ted into his skin. Uh, credit to Liz. She's the only one with a um with a moral compass in the whole film and rejects Ted's advances. Uh, so well done, Liz. Well done, Liz. But not succumbing to Phil Hartman's magnetic charm, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> if you say so, 90s. If you say so, <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Um, one of my favourite floats in the parade was the trampolining policeman. Did you guys catch yeah, that? Yeah, quite sweet. Oh. <laughs> I was like, yay, police. It was just this policeman on a trampoline. It's like, Why? It really tickled me. It was like a really just quick little uh, little shot of a policeman doing somersaults on a trampoline. It's like perfect. That's all I need. I, I had really horrible flashbacks to a couple oh. of weeks ago where that policeman had his hat, his whole hands bandaged up like a lobster. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know when he pours, he gets coffee on. No, oh, that yeah. bomb explodes. He's got those mittens on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, because Arnie then runs into his weird little policeman nemesis again. Yeah. Um, how quickly did he get those burns treated? Have a, is the police like really understaffed or something? Because they are just pushing it back out there. I know he's str- you know, send the, the traffic up to all the things. Because this is the same day. This is a, an hour and a half later, maybe. Um, I mean, I speak from experience. It is pretty quick. 
Actually, can, can we oh, just yeah, talk about yeah. how much how much happens in this film in the space of a few hours? Because there's a lot of traveling, like big distances, and this is all Christmas Eve. And like, I don't know, how is this all in one day? How is it even possible? It's not even night time. It's still at least one p.m. and he's he's been running about for at least seven hours at this point. Maybe it's like an episode of Twenty Four. Like, it's, it's oh, this film needed Jack Bauer. Time. Get oh, Jack Bauer gosh. hunting Arnold and Sinbad for, for the federal crimes they've committed. Oh, that, yeah, watch that movie. Yeah, that adds a whole new level of, of uh, intrigue that I would like to see. It would um, be really, really gritty. That's your Zack Snyder cup. That's, absolutely, uh, yeah. Just Kiefer, just <laughs> sipping from his own flask. I'll turn it into like a bit of a fugitive kind of thing where it's like I didn't get Turbo Man I don't care (laughs) (laughs) oh god can we just make it into other 90s like action films yes it's like Arnold Schwarzenegger rolling over on his back on a rooftop shooting into the sky (laughs) 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 oh that'd be so good oh there's a lot of things I wish this film could have been that it wasn't Never mind. I don't think Arnie has the physical capability to surf. <laughs> <laughs> He's too top heavy. It just wouldn't yeah. work. It, yeah, he does not have the centre of gravity for that at all. He just punch for a wave. <laughs> <laughs> so you imagine it's just it's just the water is up to his, his chest because he's so heavy on the surfboard. He's just <laughs> scraping, <laughs> scraping across the floor. So stupid. Um, Yeah, so Arnold then breaks into a little warehouse and everyone just instantly assumes that he is the Turbo Man actor for the day. Oh, Um, look at his body. He's he's not a businessman, obviously. He He doesn't sit behind a desk for eight hours a day. I mean, he does. He's just benching it. The whole day he's benching his desk. (laughs) He's lifting his secretary. Just like... (laughs) What do you reckon his job is in this film? Like what what we're meant to believe that is he selling something? Is he he's, he's selling something? He references sizes, that's something about an extra large, and he says about changing the color or something, and that's hmm. all we know. I think he makes um, bespoke suits for heavy set <laughs> businessmen like himself. <laughs> he saw a gap in the market and he went for it. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to like a supermarket and picking up a off the rack suit, is he? Let's be honest. Uh, it's specially made. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> oh God. Can you know that police he, officer as well? He is the he is the worst police officer because he walks in, does a little look, and then walks out again. He's like, oh no, he's not here. He is rocking the knee high leather boots, though. I'll tell you yes, that. <laughs> All right. I have one theory what it could be as a businessman. He's okay. very secretive about it. He deals with things that come in extra large and different colours. Where am I going with this? Dildos? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a great twist, wouldn't it? And that's why his wife loves him so much. That's and why everyone she sticks just... around. And he's actually messing with people's heads. Every time he says, you're my number one customer, they then go into an existential crisis on the other end of the phone. Like, oh, God, where's my life? <laughs> yeah. These Stop calling and... me. <laughs> yeah. These deadbeat perverts. 
Can you imagine oh, wow. if his if his job was like imagine at the end of the film he goes into his office and starts crying, and then his secretary comes in and goes, "What what what's wrong?" And he goes, "Oh, I didn't get a Turbo Man." It's like we actually make them. Can <laughs> 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 like, you imagine if he'd just forgotten and gone balls deep in this whole film? Like, oh, he he works for Hasbro the whole time. <laughs> That's. What a great little, like, after-credit sequence that could have been. Him walking back into work past all the Turbo Man merchandise they've got in the office. Just <laughs> or completely... he, opens, <laughs> he opens his drawer in his desk and it, there's a wrapped Turbo Man and he's like, oh, maybe I did get it. <laughs> <laughs> that would have changed if they'd been such a great little <laughs> gag right at the end of the film. Because then the whole thing's been pointless. Completely. <laughs> and he is sent himself to federal prison for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, uh, yeah, great. Um, and the moral anyway. of the story is always believe in yourself. He, he doesn't believe that he bought the doll, but he did. <laughs> Stupid moral. That would be. <laughs> it's still oh better. Goodness, it's still more than what we got, though. So, yeah. Yeah, I want to watch your movie, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, Sinbad then proceeds to... Um, um, ball gag the Dementor actor on the ground yeah. um, and undress him partly um, and then he uh, takes on the role of Dementor while Arnold is loving being Turbo Man in the parade he's he is the... just, he's flexing everywhere, he loves it he's he overpowered was... by techies as well yeah. you bet techies that's not happening yeah that's... there we are <laughs> Fucking nerds. <laughs> I like that I like that little bit when the techie tells him that the guy in the other suit was like, he's actually got some brain activity now, which is really <laughs> <Yeah>. good. <laughs> that that was actually a pretty well delivered monologue. He's got to rattle through quite a, yeah. an immense amount of um uh exposition for, for Arnold and yeah. it's it's a pretty good the supporting scene. cast in this are pretty decent. The, the, the acting is actually okay for the most part. It's it's what you expect it to be from these people, I think. Um, like, like Arnie, you know, you, you don't have high expectations for Arnie, but what he delivers is generally enjoyable. But Sinbad, yeah, he, he, Sinbad is at a decibel level throughout this film that I cannot cope with. He is screaming constantly. Yeah, it's not subtle. But I, I, I like the idea he's playing it as an insane person. I, I don't know. <laughs> I think he's just trying to match Arnold's level. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's a lot going on or with those like, two. Sorry, there's nothing coming out of this man. I have to give everything to like balance it out. <laughs> yeah. You think they get to a point in the film where they both reach the same level and then you don't hear anything. They just it's cancel each other out. <laughs> <laughs> it's just indecipherable grunts. Um, so, right. Arnold is on the parade now as Turbo Man, and they are in a, you know, a, a Midwestern United States city. Not a single person seems to cotton on to the fact that this guy has the thickest Austrian accent. <laughs> no one blinks an eye at this. He is clearly, and the thing is, not even his wife. Like that is clearly your husband's voice. Yeah. And shouts his kid's name as well. Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> If I was a parent there, I'd be like, hold on, this is sus, it's rigged. It's... <laughs> His dad's turned into the cookie monster, it's great. <laughs> uh... <laughs> the, uh, oh. Yeah, the, the, the vocal steps to get there are not far away. 
sometimes I just slip into the wrong the wrong voice. I do apologise. Um, like when he picks up the little turbo man, and he just gives it a little hug. Give well, me a little hug, and he's just. Oh. We all pick up our little turbo mans from time to time, so. <laughs> Give you Sean Connery a rub. Hug my old <laughs> But yeah, I mean, even that, yeah, he says his kid's name, clearly his dad, it's clearly Liz's husband, but she's just like, oh, cool, he knows his name. Off you go, kid. Go on. Get- <laughs> yeah. Go and see the nice man. <laughs> <laughs> go and see the giant man in the leather suits. Off you go. Um, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger legitimately starts firing chunks of metal at Sinbad <laughs> as well. Yeah. What yeah. Sinbad shoots his hand off. <laughs> and then it's back on his wrist. Like, what is it? What? <laughs> oh, this film. This film oh, is God. so... Like, the technology in those parade <laughs> outfits is absolutely I- incredible. Why, why aren't these scientists <laughs> Like, the whole world will be watching this fully functioning jetpack going 800 feet into the air comfortably. It's like like discovering Iron Man. It's like... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so stupid. In in a world where they didn't have the internet, (laughs) they have been able to lift Arnold Schwarzenegger 200 feet off the ground. Yeah, in in a movie... It's like a man, yeah. Yeah. In a movie that has been heavily reliant on payphones, it has jetpack technology. Uh, it's it's such an incongruous moment in the whole film, and it just it just it strays it into that sort of bit. We're like, oh, it's kind of taking me out of the moment now. How advanced these suits actually are! Like, it would have been funnier if they were shit. That would have been funnier. Like, if you fired his hand, it was just like a limp wrist. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, it it does. It goes into my. Note which I fall back on in a lot of these bad movies that we see. It's just it's some bullshit. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> like the, it's like the end of Liar Liar, which is very pre nine eleven. You know, Jim Carrey makes it through an airport onto a runway, chasing down a jumbo jet. Like how how has he managed to do that without being stopped? And like when you know when, when Arnold is firing off like endless amounts of his wrist metal. Again, that would oh, be funnier so... if it was like Nerf. Just like, oh. yeah, that would be <laughs> yes. Why don't we write this? Yeah, well, uh, we're here for the sequel. Anybody wants it? Is it is it also positing the question? Do jetpacks exist in this universe? Like, do other people (laughs) have jetpacks? Quite clearly, yes. Because there's there's a really horrible bit where some dodgy CGI. Well, all of it is dodgy CGI. But you know when he's flying around the city for about a good solid three hours. Um, and then he hits that wall with his head. Even Arnie's head isn't that strong. It's and just he's, like vibrating. He yeah. like... Oh, so stupid. Um, but I mean, you know, after after Sinbad has, um, you know, uh, falsified two bomb, well, no, one bomb scare, one real bomb, uh, he, he's now kidnapped a child and endangered this kid. Oh, no, um, to be fair, Anakin is endangering himself. Sinbad's just following him. Oh, that's, yeah, true. But yeah, just, like, just give me the toy. But yeah. no, he climbed. Does it, he yeah. have no sense of self-preservation? Blame the victim. <laughs> In this yeah. case, yes. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. He, yeah, he just starts to climb a trellis on the side of a wall. Why? Just run that's back to your mum. Yeah. <laughs> your mum's right there. Like, what? It's, yeah, so stupid. 
Um, and then you have the, the attempted murder of Sinbad. Yeah, but... Well, he lobs his boomerang at him. Yeah, Turbo Rang comes back. It was Chekhov's Turbo Rang in, the whole, in this film. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, and, it, and it does the job, as, as a good Turbo Rang would do. It nearly kills Sinbad. Uh, he, he lands on a conveniently placed parade float, I think. Which would not be there, because that would be in the middle of the street. Sinbad's yeah. dead. Yes. <laughs> yes. How how are they not both dead? Like when Arnie hits that wall, he should be concussed. Yeah, yeah. His <laughs> head would shatter into a million pieces. Uh, he probably is concussed. He just can't tell because it's Arnold. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, at this point, I've got a note that says this is a long eighty-six minute film. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Can I, you um... imagine if the if the whole in-universe film? just happened within 86 minutes like this whole day was just 86 minutes of his life so i mean i can't figure out the timing in this film at all like it it needed to be at least three days long this the amount of stuff that happens in 86 minutes is incredible like i forgot all about (laughs) the santa warehouse raid (laughs) mental if you cut out all the driving shots it's probably about half an hour (laughs) yeah cut out all the canyonero advertisements then yeah why did the cops stop for Anakin? And then it's just like, wait. And the cops are like, oh yeah, sure. And we've got like the dement- and we've got Sinbad between them. We're like, let's listen to the child. I know, I know. Um, but I mean, he's still going to prison, even with his Tobo man. His kid's not getting that on Christmas Day. Because <laughs> daddy's going to jail. <laughs> Why give him the doll? I put. I actually wrote down. Oh, that's good. He can he can exchange that doll for cigarettes. <laughs> uh, I thought it was going to be like that. You never seen when someone gets out of a prison in a movie and we just give them back the effects. I was like, here's your watch. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine like a a post credit scene where it's just a sewer pipe outside the prison and you just see this hand with a turbo man (laughs) like burst through in the rain and you do frame style. (laughs) (laughs) Oh god. Oh, Oh, that'd be so good. <laughs> and and instead of the um, who is it on the walls? It Rita Hayworth or someone? It's it's a Turbo Man poster on his prison cell wall, covering up the giant hole. <laughs> <laughs> can it can it be a Turbo Man poster where he's in the same pose as that woman? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Well, yeah. There's your there's your sequel, Sinbad in a Shawshank Redemption esque escape from prison. <laughs> Just to get his Turbo Man to it. But his son, it's 20 years later, his son has forgotten about it. He's moved on with a new family. And Sinbad's just <laughs> forgotten I about I got you the Turbo Man. <laughs> yeah. You're covered in shit. Yeah. Dad, I'm, I'm 32. Isn't it weird <laughs> that you never see... It, it's weird that you never see Sinbad's kid, though. I don't think he's alive. Yeah, does he have a kid? Is, is this... He doesn't have a it's, kid, does he? It's for his collection. <laughs> oh, God, he's me. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> oh no, that's why I enjoy this film so much. It's about collecting action figures. Oh, I've had an epiphany. I get it now. I totally get it. No, oh. oh dear, oh dear. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. No one can see me stroking this Joker statue. It's fine, except you guys. Um, so right after he gives, uh, 
That was that was a weird thing to yeah. happen just then. <laughs> Podcasting. Oh, no. Tom's gone off again. Where's he gone? I think he's in. Hello. Oh. oh, he's there. Okay, he's there. We just can't see him. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, who cares? He's got to um, go polish his Joker statue. <laughs> got to go <laughs> grab his little turbo man. So right after he um, gives the turbo man away to Sinbad, um, the terrible police officer has that stupid line to turbo arnold turbo man saying we could do with a guy like you on the force and arnold turns around and gives him like the biggest grinchiest grin i've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> all his teeth are on display at this point that's a lot of teeth it's, it's like a, <laughs> he, he, yeah he's got more teeth than the average man uh it, it's <laughs> like it's a, like, like a, a weird, great white shark <laughs> it's like a power move like Ugh. It's just sets behind us all, so they fall out, but it's got another one behind. Oh, God. Anyway. <laughs> but, I mean, instantly, Arnold should be arrested at that point. Instantly. Yeah. And that's the end of the film. It just ends at, at yeah. the parade. You know, if it, wasn't, <laughs> if it wasn't for all the um, crimes committed, it could have been quite a sweet family film. Uh, but no one really learns a lesson, really. You know, Arnold just happened into this accidental moment where he, he got to be Soberman for his kid. He didn't actually do anything fatherly on purpose. It was all just circumstantial coincidence that led to him saving Christmas for his kid. He's yeah. not actually grown as a parent, really. No. No, didn't get the doll. Everything would go back to normal, wouldn't it? You know, he'd still be a deadbeat dad. Yeah. Bill Hartman is not dead. He, he's still alive. He's still going to be a sleazeball living next he's, door. He's still living he's still, next door. He's still, he's still got to report this arson attack to the police. <laughs> what's what's going to happen is Liz is going to tell Howard about Ted trying to come onto her and like assault her in a car. And then Howard's going to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go to prison again. Um. I made a point of sitting through the credits to find out who was responsible for the visual effects in this in this movie. I, I've got the, I've got the names, so they did not do their job properly. Um, now we we have got some some tweets from fans. Um, what the? F- <laughs> <laughs> the I was shocked fan. as well. Oh. I was shocked as well. Um, but we've got a uh, a tweet with a pitch for a sequel and. The the hook of this idea is actually quite clever. Um, so this is from uh, Bob Rowland on Twitter, who also has a, who also has a podcast. I'll probably shout that out if I can find the name of it. Bob Rowland <laughs> play, plays Pirate Radio. There we go. Um, so his idea for a sequel is actually quite clever. So Arnie's kid is uh, a movie producer doing uh, a Turbo Man reboot. Uh-huh. It's it's cynical and dark as hell. Sinbad's kids. Uh, is the protagonist in the film who's, who also works them, trying to keep the spirit of Turbo Man alive, um, you, you know, keeping it like whimsical and everything. But like the real message of the film is how we create a mythology around things that we're nostalgic about, despite the fact that none of that stuff actually matters. Um, and like the the MacGuffin for the film is like the the script for the movie has gone has gone missing and lots of zany things. But it's basically about you know nostalgia nowadays. So it's these kids grown up looking back on Turbo Man when they were younger, trying to reboot it for a new generation. So which... You're saying it's about someone who loves a really bad movie. Yes. <laughs> and doesn't realise it. Wow, yeah, this is the wake up call we needed. Exactly. <laughs> and when I read that, I was like, oh, it tells. It's about yeah. us. <laughs> uh, I like that. Thank you, Bob. 
Yeah, I thought yeah quite... thank you for that. That existential crisis I've just had. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, th- there is a Jingle All The Way sequel, you know, which I found on Sky. I've not, I didn't know it existed until I was searching this to watch uh, all right, this all... week. Guess for subtitle time. Okay. <laughs> well, Jingle All The Way, Jingle Harder. I <laughs> know <laughs> that sounds yeah. weird, doesn't it? I don't like that. <laughs> um, uh, hmm. Oh, okay. So it was uh, 2014. What about Jingle All the Way 2? The cookies are down. Let <laughs> <laughs> me put the cookies down. That's good. <laughs> Jingle All the Way 2, Daddy's Special Eggnog. Uh, <laughs> wow, that that sounds disgusting. That's worse than uh, the croak. That's... <laughs> um, what about Jingle All the Way to uh, Sinbad the Prison Bitch? <laughs> so it's Sinbad the Sailor, is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. It it needs to happen. It needs oh, to happen. God. Like a gritty, like like Oz, like it's just Simbad in prison. Yeah, I just I really like the idea of these kids growing up, you know, and and they are just the the metaphor for like the, like the Star Wars fans these days that just look back so fondly, you know, it, it, it fans are like it's 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 their um, their franchise. It belongs to them, and you know, it's we we are just in an age now where nothing is new. Everything's just rebooted and remade and sequelized um and i think i think we've been doing that for the last about 200 years yeah but i think particularly (laughs) since star wars came back in the big way it did everyone's realized oh oh there's the money everything we loved 30 years ago get it back get it back it's, it's what happens when people become producers and we're always around the same kind of age Mm-hmm. And they always go back to what they liked. So there is like this cyclical thing. Yeah, I mean, we said this about Mandalorian. You know, John Favreau clearly loves his westerns and his samurai films, and you know, you, you can tell the things that they enjoyed when they were younger. Yeah. So what, what was big in like the eighties? That's because that's going into the nineties. So that's going to be what's coming up next. Um, bad dad movies, I guess. Bad dad movies, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, you know, I, 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 I stand by the fact that the fact, you know, this film is all about greed and capitalism and consumerism. And really it is somehow all that Christmas is, is about. It is the most Christmassy film I've ever seen. It's just packed with terrible people, overtly unhelpful, uh, mall workers, an army of con men, Santa Clauses, a creepy neighbor, hapless police. And it just like depicts a, a, a decaying society that I truly feel is a deep de- deconstruction of contemporary life. Or it's just a shit film, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. It might just God be a bad film. God bless us, everyone. <laughs> and that's what Christmas is all about. Yeah, I hope no one's listening to this like right after Christmas. It's going to... Put a dampener on things. Especially this Christmas. Oh, no, yeah, be, don't. It's going to be shite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Ah, we're full of festive cheer today, aren't we? <laughs> Tom, put your flashy jumper on. Let, let me let me see some Christmas. I cheer. mean, don't call flashy it a flashy jumper. jumper. <laughs> <laughs> you want to buy a sundial? <laughs> get your minds out of the gutters. Um, before we finish, Tom, do you have any miscellaneous notes that can't be fit? Oh, I've always got a couple in my back pocket. Oh, oh. God. Oh. Yeah. Well, Is that where uh, you keep them? <laughs> I do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn this off before I have a fit. <laughs> <laughs> I am squinting uh, a bit the screen. Sprinkled through, just chill out, Sinbad. Yeah, I mean, just in general, just calm he's down. A, he's a lot. He's yeah. Uh, Arnie could legit push his car. To be fair, <laughs> yeah, he could. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote that down as well. He could. He could push his car home. Did it? I reckon they had a load of techies in the back, ready to push, like for the shot. And he's like, oh no, I've got this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, cassettes. Yeah. cassettes. Yeah, a whole wall of cassettes that comes raining down. So 90s. I love it. There's a lot of just like little 90s tech moments that I really enjoy in this film. Do you think he's got a little pencil? To like wind it. What? Yeah. Maybe. Oh, okay. Mm. I wasn't going mad. That's just. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Without context, that was. You think like, he's I got thought... a little pencil? <laughs> Is that me? <laughs> it's like Tiny Tim. <laughs> That's mad you, yes. Okay. Oh, it's Christmas dice, sir. <laughs> Give us a little pencil. <laughs> okay, move on. Uh, ears of a snake. <laughs> well, it's so you can hear people coming into the shower in prison. Ah, uh, good. So come in handy. Very handy. Uh, synchronized paper tap. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know it's what like, that is. It's <laughs> the announcers at the, uh, at the parade who were just doing a little opening bit like cheesy as hell and both tap the paper at the same time. Like, oh, nice. Oh, you love they, these little, little satisfying moments, don't you? Yeah. They really yeah. love Turbo Man as well, those reporters. They love Turbo Man. Uh, how excited are they for the Turbo, Turbo Man? Man. Use your battering, whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had this image because because the Turbo Man float takes so long coming through. I've just got this image of the Joker on his float behind, just checking his watch. Because <laughs> so. of the gun out ready. <laughs> He's like, just press pause on the print CD. Well, maybe they, do they go? Do we just go around in a circle? Because he sees his son, and then like five minutes later, he goes, Jamie. <laughs> Uh, cat in the hat, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, everyone goes mad for cat in the hat. No one cares about cat in the hat. No, poor Doctor Seuss. Uh, don't worry, Ted's here. <laughs> uh, he's, he's so creepy, but I, like I said, he's he's the perfect foil for 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 Arnie because again, he's it, it's an intellectual battle. Well, no one's winning that, is it? No, but. <laughs> But he knows he's not going to beat him in a fist fight, so he goes for his woman instead. Yeah. I wonder what I, I, I want to see the prequel to this film, like how these two became neighbours. I think that's a better film, just watching them have like a Christmas rivalry. Well, that's just because you're an estate agent. Like, they brought a house, Lewis. That's how you become neighbours with someone. That is not remotely because I'm an estate agent. Yeah. Is this? That's so offensive. <laughs> Has this happened before as well? 
how long have they lived next door to each other? And Phil Hartman has only now decided to jump on his woman. Well, <laughs> he's been working up to it all year. Yeah, he's he's been getting around this around the uh, around the estate, saving the prize <laughs> pig till last. Oh. <laughs> oh. In, in America. <laughs> In America, an estate sounds really nice, but in the UK, it's something completely different. Yeah, when you say estate, you instantly think like lager cans. Right. And... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's weird that there's two estates. So it's like the country estate, with shooting and stuff, and the, the council estate with just shooting. <laughs> yeah, you got some shooting grouse to just shooting. Uh, like a dog in a Chinese restaurant. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, oh, totally acceptable. Uh, one of my favourite bits is he's fighting all the little minions, the the I think they're called the demons or something, and just got one of them going like, "Don't you know the choreography?" <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like, ah! Arnold has at least six individual scenes where he just lifts people off the ground in this film. I think it's in his contract. It, it definitely is. He has to. <laughs> he has to have those flexing moments as often as possible. Clearly, wow! What a ride! What a, what a fantastic movie this is. Five uh, stars all the way. It's literally got like one and a half on. <laughs> it has got twenty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes, um, which is about right. Wow! Yeah, that that's. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I agree with that. It it fits organically into the films we've watched. It's um, oh no, sorry. So I was looking at Jingle all the way to this has oh, fifteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's worse. How's, how is how is it worse? How is it worse? Come on. Oh, good God, that's nah, no, no, I'm not having it. No. Is um, are any of the original cast in the second one? Surely not. No, no, no. I, I have found a review here, which I think sums up perfectly. It says, a funny Christmas flick, Jingle All The Way, is one of those movies that isn't meant to be taken seriously. In other words, it's so bad, it's good. I like the part where Arnold fights the group of fake Santas. That was hilarious. My favourite line came from the muscled Santa. I believe his name was Big Show in real life. He said, I'm going to deck show. your halls, Bob. The overall plot to this movie is relatable. Hunting down a specific Christmas gift. Most adults go through it, unless they do extremely early Christmas shopping. Overall, Jingle All The Way is a cheesy movie that people should enjoy. Unless you're a critic who takes every movie seriously, this movie is just good fun. Enjoy it. Oh my God, I got so aggressive at the end. <laughs> well, I agree with that review, word for word. And that, you know what? Uh, and that, that is from Twisted Dark Justin. Thank you, Justin. <laughs> Spot on. Uh, you know what I love about that? What? Uh, the big show, he plays D&D. How does he? Yeah, okay. he has done. <laughs> <laughs> is this just one of those things that we've made up for the podcast? Quite possibly. No, Can this is true. He's played, you know, um, what's his mush? Uh, plays Deathstroke. Mangello. Yeah, uh, he's a big D&D &D guy and he's played it with him before. All right. Is, is okay. it Mangello? 
Yeah, Joe. Or am I thinking of Joe Maganiello or something? Um, uh, I was thinking of Frank Mangello, I think. Can I just? I've, I've just found another oh, review. Geez. I've just found another review which is so good and written six months ago. Who is reviewing this movie at the moment? Uh, well, let's be honest. Hold on. <laughs> you reviewed it as far away from Christmas as possible. Yeah, yeah, literally <laughs> six. Yeah. Um, this is great, though. Here we go. <laughs> This, I, I, I don't know if, if this guy's being facetious or not, but here we are. It, five stars, by the way. Um, I honestly love this movie. It's so fun. Spoilers after this point, all in capital letters. We see Arnold fight off a mailman, a mailman who earlier blew up an entire squad of police officers and all for a doll for his son. And when he gives his son the exclusive doll and yells, Jamie, wow, chills every time. Five stars. <laughs> Do you think he's got sunstroke because he watched it in June? <laughs> is that, is that, I, he's just wow. gone mad. Like, I can't tell if that is a, an earnest review or not, but I, I agree. Five stars. Wow. There we go. That was. You know, was... you know when you said, ironically, who's reviewing this film now? Oh, yeah, we are. And then we've literally done it for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, true. Well, that was a, that was a fun... <laughs> Fun ride. Uh, uh, do, do you have anything you want to say about this before we before we end? For the year. This is our last show for the year. Can you believe we've gone a whole year? Go team. Yeah. Has, good. It, has it been has it been an actual year now? Almost. The um it was like the fourteenth of January we recorded Man of Steel um before the world went to shit. I'm rubbish with that kind of thing. I love it when people can remember days. It was like it was the second Saturday of November, 93. <laughs> He's like Rain Man. <laughs> I have all the podcast dates. What tattooed yeah. on you? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I'll have to turn around for this. Uh, tram stamp. <laughs> <laughs> tram? Um, is, it, is it one of them where you get like those bars and then when you play it on Shazam? It like plays one of our podcasts. <laughs> yeah, it's a QR code on my back <laughs> for the podcast. Uh, now that's advertising because that's get seen by a lot of people. Excuse me, Tom. <laughs> Excuse me. It's just public toilets, just people tapping the phones on Lewis. Jesus Christ! <laughs> my family listen to this. Well, I don't know. Told them. That is not okay. Well, I guess we have nothing else to say then before we end the, the episode. Merry Christmas, I guess I should say. Yeah, cheers for listening. Have a yeah. good one. Um, and as it is the last show of the year, thank you all for listening all year as well. Um, we no, promised, we promised to be better next year. year. That's amazing. Yeah. We, we I promised... haven't listened all year. Well, you should. <laughs> we, yeah. we promised to put in as much effort as the uh, writers and directors of the films we've re- reviewed. <laughs> we promised to try as hard as Arnold Schwarzenegger did in this film. <laughs> Just intensely scream can, the podcast from here on out. No. Yeah, I can't commit to that. <laughs> well, thank you for listening, everybody. I hope you all have a, a very Merry Christmas despite the horrible world we have at the moment and a, and a happy new year as well yeah. stay stay safe as well of course we we would like you to come back next year and listen to more of our nonsense 
So stay home, stay safe. And while you're at home, listen to some of the podcast. There you go. Ah, there you go. Escape your family that way. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. And if you want to... Th- bless us, everyone. And if you want to throw us a, a rating, a review, please feel free. Help spread the word and spread the festive cheer that is jingle all the way. Thumbs up. Put the cookie down. <laughs> Put that cookie down. <laughs> My wife's cookies. 